Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Today I'm going to be discussing ketone supplements for endurance performance, looking beyond the physical realm. Could alertness and dopamine underlie the ergogenic benefits of ketone esters? Ketone esters have emerged as a novel addition to the realm of performance-enhancing supplements, yet the evidence for their efficacy has been less than compelling, in my opinion. Initial studies investigating ketone esters for endurance performance demonstrated modest improvements of about 2% in physical endurance during a 30-minute cycling time trial following a one-hour submaximal cycling bout. However, newer research has failed to replicate these findings, generally showing no performance enhancement in longer-duration endurance events with ketone esters and, in some cases, even observing a negative impact on high-intensity exercise performance. These latter effects are usually attributed to gastrointestinal side effects that may occur due to the ingestion of ketones or an increase in blood acidity, or blood pH. What are ketone esters, also referred to as exogenous ketones? Exogenous ketones, a brief overview and physiological effects. Ketones are produced by our liver during periods of fasting, low-carbohydrate dieting, and prolonged exercise. When fat is broken down or burned, ketones are synthesized in the liver and shuttled to the brain, skeletal muscle, and other tissues where they can then be used to produce energy in the form of ATP. Exogenous ketones are ketones that you ingest in the form of a supplement, usually in liquid form, allowing you to enter into a state of ketosis without fasting, dieting, or exercise. This is known as exogenous ketosis in contrast to endogenous ketosis, which occurs when your body is producing ketones on its own. The potential performance benefits of exogenous ketones may be attributed to a shift in fuel preference during exercise, marked by an increased ketone body oxidation and reduced glycolysis, or the breakdown of glucose for energy. Ketones offer an alternative substrate for energy production in the brain, heart, and skeletal muscles, potentially conserving glucose and glycogen although this has actually been the subject of some debate. Notably, ketones appear to be advantageous only when exercise duration is sufficient to deplete muscle glycogen or lower blood glucose levels. That's because high-intensity exercise relies on carbohydrate oxidation, making exogenous ketones less likely to provide benefits, whereas long-duration activities such as ultramarathon running may benefit from ketone supplementation due to depleted glycogen levels. The potential cognitive boost associated with ketones also raises the question of whether they could positively impact the mental aspect of exercise. This becomes particularly important during ultra-endurance events where mental fatigue, a lack of focus, and reduced alertness could compromise performance. More on this later. Limited literature on exogenous ketones and cognitive performance suggests that ingesting them may mitigate declines in executive function after exhaustive high-intensity exercise. In non-exercise settings, ketone ester supplementation has shown promise in improving cerebral blood flow and various cognitive aspects in adults with obesity. However, the effectiveness of ketones in cognition appears to be dependent on achieving a blood ketone level at or above 1.5 millimolar. Conversely, when blood ketones are below 1 millimolar and ketone salts are used instead of esters, no cognitive improvement is observed during dual stress challenges or following high-intensity exercise. Ketones for Exercise Recovery 
In addition to an interaction between exercise and cognitive performance, some studies even suggest that ketones might be beneficial in preventing overtraining symptoms and aiding exercise recovery by promoting muscle protein synthesis and restoring muscle energy balance. In fact, there's a neat hypothesis that exogenous ketones may be useful as a strategy for exercise recovery. A recent-ish review summarized the findings of a handful of studies, there aren't many, that have looked not at whether exogenous ketones can enhance sports performance per se, but whether consuming a ketone supplement post-exercise might help expedite the recovery process. The hypothesis of this review is that athletes who ingest ketones after exercise along with a post-exercise recovery meal containing protein and carbohydrates might be able to enhance the recovery process to a greater extent than when protein and carbohydrates are consumed in the absence of exogenous ketones. Furthermore, ingesting ketones during exercise or a hard training period might reduce exercise-induced muscle damage or have other effects that lessen the demands of recovery and thus allow athletes to bounce back faster, train harder, and get stronger and faster. How might this work? A few mechanisms have been proposed for how ketones expedite recovery, including reducing exercise-induced muscle damage by limiting inflammation, reducing oxidative stress and damage to tissue and organs, enhancing glycogen replenishment and glucose uptake post-exercise, preventing ammonemia or high levels of ammonia in the blood after exercise, promoting the activation of mTORC1 and enhancing protein synthesis, reducing protein breakdown, and reducing sensations of fatigue during exercise. These are some pretty compelling mechanisms that are backed up by studies included in the review, some of these in humans, others in animal models, and rooted in the biochemistry of ketones and metabolism. I can see this concept catching on, especially if the price of exogenous ketones can come down a bit and permit recreational athletes who are still serious about their training to rationalize purchasing and using these supplements consistently. Getting the benefits of ketosis without a keto diet or fasting is also beneficial for athletes who might not want to sacrifice performance by adopting these dietary regimens. Ketones may also have some benefit for longevity when taken regularly. This is an area in which research is still in its infancy, but there's some pretty cool data. But back to cognitive performance. Given the lackluster data on ketones improving physiological aspects of performance, maybe it's time to consider their cognitive benefits and how these may indirectly improve performance. Exogenous ketones, cognitive performance, and endurance exercise. Ketone esters may prevent present an attractive option for ultra-endurance athletes, given their potential to address the high physical demands, efficient utilization of fuel sources, and maintenance of cognitive performance required during long-duration exercise. The first and only, to my knowledge, study to investigate this recruited 24 moderately trained male ultra-marathon runners with an average age of 36. The study aimed to investigate the effects of a ketone ester compared to a taste match placebo during a 100-kilometer ultramarathon. Participants received either the ketone ester or placebo 30 minutes before the run, 25 grams, every 30 minutes during the run, 12.5 grams, and five additional times, 25 grams each, in the following 24 hours. Immediately after the run, before sleep, before breakfast and lunch the next day, and before sleep the next day. The study assessed functional recovery through jumping tests, 
While cognitive performance was evaluated using a cognitive battery that included tests for reaction time and rapid visual information processing. Muscle biopsies were conducted before and 36 hours after the run on the vastus lateralis muscle, examining markers of inflammation, autophagy, protein turnover, and cell energetic stress. Regular urine and blood samples were taken before, during, and up to 36 hours after the run to measure blood beta-hydroxybutyrate, or BHB, a ketone body, lactate, and glucose, as well as plasma dopamine, adrenaline, noradrenaline, serotonin, creatine kinase, and amino acids. Muscle soreness and gastrointestinal discomfort were also subjectively assessed before, after, and 36 hours after the run. Eight participants completed the full 100-kilometer run. Five of these were in the ketone ester group, and three of these were in the control group. Six participants finished 80 kilometers, three in each group, and four completed 60 kilometers, one in the ketone ester group and three in the control group. The total distance time run and average race pace were comparable between the ketone ester and placebo groups with similar ratings of perceived exertion or RPE at the run's conclusion, an 18 out of 20. Throughout the run, blood ketone levels remained stable in the control group, but they were consistently elevated in the ketone ester group to around two to two and a half millimolar. Blood glucose was consistent at 108 milligrams per deciliter in the control group but it decreased to 90 milligrams per deciliter in the ketone ester group, while lactate levels decreased in both groups. Plasma dopamine and noradrenaline were nearly two-fold higher immediately and 36 hours after the run in the ketone ester group compared to the placebo group. Creatine kinase was elevated immediately and 36 hours after the run in both groups, not surprisingly since this is a marker of muscle damage and inflammation. In the control group, reaction time increased or worsened by 20 to 40 percent and visual information processing worsened after the run. However, in the ketone ester group, their performance was stable. Therefore, post-test results indicated that the ketone ester group had faster reaction time and better visual information processing compared to the control group after the ultra-endurance run. Both groups exhibited worsened counter-movement jump and drop-jump performance, increased muscle soreness, and elevated gastrointestinal discomfort after the run. There were no significant differences between the ketone ester and the placebo groups for these outcomes. While these initial findings indicate that ketone esters may help preserve alertness and cognitive performance during and after ultra-endurance exercise, caution is warranted in interpreting findings from this study, as not all participants completed the race, and varying distances completed by both groups completed make it challenging to assess the impact of ketone esters on running performance. The lower blood glucose levels in the ketone ester group compared to the placebo group throughout the run suggests that ketones may serve as an alternative fuel source, sparing glucose and glycogen during exercise. The preserved cognitive function in the ketone ester group post-run could be attributed to elevated dopamine levels, dopamine playing a crucial role in regulating tasks related to information processing, as well as potentially enhancing brain metabolism under conditions of physical and or mental fatigue. However, it's crucial to note that plasma dopamine levels may not accurately reflect regional dopamine levels in the brain, and other explanations such as ketones providing a direct energy source for the brain or sparing glucose for improved cognitive function are also plausible. 
Despite the complexity of endurance exercise performance and the multifaceted effects of ketones on various systems, it appears that the benefits of ketone esters may be attributed, at least in part, to a, quote, mind over matter phenomenon. While much remains to be understood about the ergogenic effects of ketones, I'm placing my bets that their cognitive effects will usurp their physical effects as the main performance enhancing factor. On an anecdotal level, I've used exogenous ketones several times at rest, for cognitive work and productivity, and before exercise. Both times I've experienced a notable improvement in what I would refer to as brain energy and focus, along with a pretty heightened sense of mood and awareness. Though I've never experienced the gastrointestinal side effects sometimes reported, this could be because I'm following the recommended serving sizes. That wraps up today's podcast. As always, thanks for listening.